Hi everyone, this is Shelby Daniel and you're listening to Our Story Plugged In. This episode, team member Erica Knox chats with Ashley Chennery about their experience on the Jet Days and the power of finding community within creative spaces. They also talk about the importance of embracing every part of you and being your true self. So I would love to know from you, what is your favorite memory at Fordham, but just like a Jesus. really wonderful <laughs> I know. Okay. Just, just pick one that you like. Anyone that you like. Oh. We can do multiple, you know, something like that. Oh, God. I guess. Okay. okay like any Jeté show, honestly. Like, come on. It's just oh, so perfect. Like, we all, we like work on things for months and like we choreograph things ourselves and then we make our own costumes sometimes. And oh, I don't know. And we all like come together for the show week. It's always like super stressful. But it's always so much fun and then by the end we're like best friends and then we have our wine night oh god okay so for that so for performances maybe let's let's think of like so like you know there's a nutcracker every year so like for nutcracker like during the performance like there's so much that happens like before and during and after and everything what is like some do you have like a couple like favorite moments specific moments from any of those times like anytime we're having dress rehearsal and we're watching people on stage and we're off stage, we're like, we're having like our little combos, you know? And so one time, I forget what Caroline, it was Caroline Wilzer, I forget what she said, but she said something and I thought she said lettuce. And I thought that that was like the new term that the kids are using these days because she knows the terms. She knows, she's like, cool, I'm not cool. I don't well, know what she the does. The house? You, yeah, the, the house. house. I, incredible. Okay. Incredible. I love it. But so she said something and I was like, lettuce? And I was like, oh my God, that's the new term. And I was like, oh my God, I got to start, I got to start saying lettuce. And I was like, oh, lettuce, that's the new word, is it? And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah. like if something's cool, you go lettuce. <laughs> she was like, what? And then we were like, romaine. And then, um, oh wait, what are the other, what are the other leafy greens? <laughs> Or the time that we came up with the autumnal nutcracker. I think that was Abigail's idea first. And then we just like ran with ran it all. With it. A glorious time. Tell us some elements of the autumnal nutcracker. Oh, well. So Drosselmeyer is going to be dead. He's going to be like a phantom ghost who's like haunting the place. Okay. And instead of Christmas, instead of a Christmas party, it's going to be Halloween. So they're going to be bobbing for apples. And then um, for... For snow, it's not going to be snow. It's going to be leaves. It's going to be sexy as fall leaves. And then for sweets, instead of candy, it's going to be Thanksgiving. Okay, so it's going to be like, um, it's going to be like stuffing. And it's going to be a turkey. (laughs) Mother Ginger is going to be a cornucopia. Okay, (laughs) like, uh, uh, uh. So good. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, no sugar plum fairy, only the turkey fairy. Sounds great. It could be like cranberry sauce or something. Oh, that's good. That is the resistance. If you ever choreograph that, I will I will come see that. Okay. So so okay, so all the shows. Can you think of like a particular let's see, a particular show and then maybe like so okay, so you, so like it seems like and like, I know this is true for me and I'm pretty sure it's true. I'm almost asking like a redundant question here, but like that <clears throat> being with other people is really kind of what you love about it. Would oh, you yeah, say that's for sure. true? Yeah. 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 And what is it about like that group or doing 
ballet in that circumstance that makes you feel so like, like that just brings you a lot of, you just like, I don't know, brings you all these favorite memories. I feel like it's because all semester we're like trying to get together for rehearsals and it's like difficult sometimes because people's schedules don't line up. But then for show week, we like drop everything and we're like, we're going to do this and we're going to do this together. And who cares if we have projects due? Like this is way more important because it's going to bring us such the happiness. And like we're going to show our friends and our family what we've been working on together. And then you just make so many memories during the show. I don't know. It's just awesome. So good. So good. I just feel like also there's just so many like ridiculous I don't like shenanigans that we get to do I don't know why it's always like like we lose our giant Christmas tree we like have to drag these 40 pound rolls of marley around we're like sewing costumes on each other at the last Mm -hmm. second like in the wings and everybody is like I think there's just this common like this experience in the jetés where like after a certain point like you just are who you are so that is like really fun for me I mean can you like compare that with maybe like other ballet experiences you've had yeah I guess like in my old school the first school I danced at we all we did was stick around we <laughs> but that's when we were like younger so when we were like 12 13 like all we did was just run around the theater like we had code blue that was the code and if you yelled code blue everyone like all of our friends had to run to this one room we found like in the theater that was like off limits we were not allowed over there but it looked blue in there because the light that came in was like blue so we'd be code blue and we'd run and we'd make it there and like that was the whole thing or we'd be like hall of music land and then we'd all run to this one like music stand in like a closet I don't know it was wild like when you're a kid though it's like when you're in a theater it's so fun and I feel like that's what it's like in jetes because all of a sudden we're all like just like along for the ride you know even though we're college kids like usually and we're doing the work usually um (laughs) we're all just like willing to goof off and like have fun together and it doesn't um just doesn't matter we're just living our lives together I totally agree. And then like, I feel like, yeah, so what maybe it seems to me like what I'm hearing is you really love that it's kind of like this, this experience that transports you out of the normal college experience. And it's kind of like this little like bubble of like, it's very like, I feel like there's fairy tale elements to it, but also just like very chaotic and exhausting. It's just like, it's like technicolor, like all all at once. Like, Oh yeah. It's, it can be extremely upsetting too, but not the friendship part, just like the dancing part. Um, that's usually like, but I feel like if you're really upset with the way that you're performing, your friends will see it and they'll like call you over and like tell you it's going to be okay. And that's like part of what makes it awesome too. Definitely. Definitely. Can you think of a time? Can you tell us of like, I know I have all my disaster stories can you think of one or two times when you've had like either a personal or like we've had a collective disaster story and just tell us about it. (laughs) Oh my God. I have two. Okay. The first one is when the tree fell. Okay. Like we have this huge tree. We call it Hagrid. It's the Christmas tree. It's large and in charge and we have to move it off stage. Like after the battle scene before snow, because we have to have everyone dancing on the stage for snow. So we can't have this big Christmas tree in the middle of the stage. And so it was like me, Xenia, 
maybe it was Caroline. I don't know. But we tried to move this tree off stage. And when we tried to move it off stage, it started tipping. It, the whole thing was just tipping. And it is, how much would you say it weighs? Like so much. It's heavy. It's, it's heavy. Huge. It takes like six people to like move that shit on wheels. So like if it fell on you, like you would at least be concussed or like break something. Like you, you would be injured. <laughs> and so the whole thing was like falling and it was like rippling the backdrop. Like we thought it was going to fall like on stage or crush And this one is during snow, right? Or, like, during the performance, like snow is on stage. They are dancing and this is happening at People can also see it, too, because there's, like, a huge gap between the backdrop and, like, the wall of the stage. So, like, <laughs> everyone can see us, like, basically having, like, this nightmare experience with a tree falling on us. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so funny, though. <laughs> I knew it was good. How did it end? How did it end? Oh, we basically just, like, tried to, like, brace it up against the wall as long as we could. And then finally, after snow ended, like, we all got, like, a whole bunch of other people to come help us. But, whew. we don't have like we have like a the tiniest crew ever like we're doing like yeah can you just speak to a little bit like what the difference between like a normal ballet like experience and like the jetés where you're like trying to like wear 10 hats at once and everybody's losing their mind and then you have a disaster story after that okay right well any other place i've danced we've had like lighting people and set people and we don't have to do any of that we don't even have to be on headsets we like the teachers would be the ones who would be in charge of things if there was anything they had to do but like we were not in charge of any of that we would just like get dressed dick around backstage go on stage dance come off and do some more dicking around like we didn't we weren't in charge of anything but now in jetes we have to put the whole thing together ourselves so I mean, the people in Mimes have been amazing because they're the ones who are on the headsets and they're, like, running the show. Like, without them, like, obviously we could not do anything. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, it would be a nightmare. I could never figure out how to do lights. Excuse me? I don't Or backdrop. Like, I have no idea. And so we're super lucky. The flashlight. You'll be, like, doing sugar plum and I'll be like... <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> And like, oh, okay, it's so good because like Xenia has a lot of stage knowledge and without our senior who's our in. Oh my god. I I had I would have no idea what I would be doing. (laughs) So yeah. Also we have to sweep the stage. We have to oh the Marley. That's the worst of it though. We have to carry these rolls of Marley from the studio and Marley Marley is like the floor. It's like literally like it's like a layer of stuff to like of like flooring to dance on. Just okay, keep going. So Marley is like this layer of flooring that that we that you have to put down. Otherwise, there's not like the grip is not right for dancing, especially in point twos and like. So these Marley rolls, there are like what six rolls yeah. that we have to carry to the stage, probably. So we have to take them from the basement of Keating, um, all the way to Collins. There's no elevator in Collins, mind you. So we have to carry them up the stairs and each roll is like 90 pounds. This is not a joke. They're like 90 pounds. And we've got like two dancers on each roll, like trying to lug these like cement bricks up the stairs in Collins. It's a disaster. And then we got to lug it up steps, slippery marble steps. Got to tell you. Yes. 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 And then we got to get it up onto the stage and roll it out and like, brush it flat and tape it down and then sweep it and shit but like that was like 
the okay honestly the worst part of jetés is the marley i'm sorry but like we gotta eat the marley but you gotta bite the bullet it's necessary because then you'll break your neck if you just try to dance on wood would be a disaster okay Mm -hmm. so oh should i talk about when i fell oh my god yes your other disaster story yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, last nut, um, I was a flower soloist, that means and Erica was dewdrop. That was, yes, was. dewdrop, right? Yeah, and so, um, I was the flower soloist with another girl named Emma Jane, and we have to come and cross in like diagonal lines. It's just the two of us on the stage, and I. Don't, I don't even remember what step I was doing. I think it was a turn. Oh, no, it was a, it was a PK turn into an arabesque. Oh, yes. That doesn't matter. All that matters is that I turned and Emma Jane went into this beautiful arabesque and I just hit the floor. I just, like, totally wiped out. My entire body was, like, flat on the ground. It was, like, bam! Like, it was loud. It was loud. And I it remember. Too- it was loud. It was, it was loud. loud. You could hear it, you know? It was obvious. <laughs> My dad was like... <laughs> Um, but yeah, I thought I was on the ground for like 10 seconds, but apparently I just like hit the ground and rebounded and got right back up. And it was like the funniest thing in the world to me. Oh my gosh. And Emma, not Emma Jane, Emma made a video of me falling to the song. What's the song? I don't know. Pop culture. Is it Hollaback Girl? It's not it. I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but incredible, incredible. It's so incredible. <laughs> if we put that on TikTok somewhere, we would go viral. Oh my god. Oh, yes. I swear. No, it was so funny because it was like it was it literally was like the speed of light. Like you were down and you were up and I and like you like some people said that they like heard the noise and they couldn't didn't know where it came from because like <laughs> like you got up so fast. Um yeah. So even though she's in a pink tutu, she's what is something that is quintessentially you? Probably the rodents, man. Or actually, no, it's my lingo. That's what it is. I feel like the lingo is ever evolving, but I always go back to the same terms. I feel like I started saying man and dude in like sixth grade. And ever since then, each year we come up with some new schnazzy terms. And I have my own. It's like truly, like you, there are rules you have to follow. You can't just say willy nilly whatever you want. Like, if you want to do a reversal, that's what I call when I say instead of like toothpaste, you say the paste of the tooth. And there's a rule. You cannot, you can't. So, my one friend, Hannah, she's always trucking it up. She's doing it wrong. She always says, trucking it up. See, trucking, that's trucking it up. Key lingo. That's key lingo. Ashleyism. <laughs> so, like, you can't. <laughs> take the first part of the word and then use that first you can't say the tooth of the paste that's wrong it's the paste of the tooth you have to take the second half of the word and say that of the first so if you want to say whole foods which i usually call whore nudes you know <laughs> nudes spelled n o o d s you could say the nudes of the whore but you couldn't say the whore of the nudes that just doesn't make sense you know <laughs> people gotta gotta know people gotta know okay what's oh yeah i'm trying to think of another one but you i have a list wait let me like go to my lingo list and pick out some sexy ones for you please tell us and if you remember any of the stories when you like acquired such lingo or where like 
it comes spontaneously. Sometimes I don't even like the words that I say, but I have to say them because the spirit spirit calls me. Like recently I got really into babies and I hate that. But every now and again, I have to be like, hey, babies, like I hate it. I hate it so much, but I have to say it. It's just part of it, you know? (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. Mm -hmm. Um, Recently... I love the word whack. Whack is good, you know, just she's fucking whack, he's whack. That is, it's it's <laughs> <Everything> versatile. <laughs> Everything's whack. For ballet, whack the leg, you know, it's kind of Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Also hagging it. Like if you're old, you're hagging it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, or I have the concerns, none of the pressures, none of the worries. Um e- let's see oh, oh taking stabs into darkness that's a good one that's a good one mm-hmm. um oh he's the big swinging dick around here she's the big swinging dick around here that that means they're a big shot <laughs> yeah so good uh, also i'm really into angels angels is good just be like hola angels you know that's that's versatile too that's a, <laughs> that's a cute one he is them. cute one we love them all we love them all Mm, mm. Just you say mm, like you're like partially mm. southern, you're half southern. Oh, yes. Out of the way. oh, yes. There's, I should be practicing my like southern accent down here so I can go back, <gasps> back up north. Be like a southern belle, you know? I just, oh, hell yeah, yo. They have, I think that's more New Orleans, but they have that little thing that goes, uh, it's just so funny. Like, they really do. <laughs> <laughs> Over the summer last year, last summer, me and my friends went to Georgia uh, for just like a few days. And like the whole time I was doing my Southern accent and people really believed that Wait, I was from know, there. And they were like, where are you from? Sorry. It started getting like blurry. Go back to when you said that you, you went to Georgia. Okay. Okay. Um, last summer, me and my friends went to Georgia for a few days. And the whole time we were there, I was practicing my Southern accent. And like, I'm from Long Island. I'm not from the South. But like, people believe that I was from the South. And they're like, where are you from? And I was like, I'm from Peachtree. My friends are from, they're, they're Yankees. They're just visiting. And like, people oh believe God. that I was from there. <laughs> also, everyone thinks I'm from Texas. Like at Fordham, they're like, well, you're from Texas, you know. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm from Long Island. They're like, but you're Speak like you're from Texas. <laughs> well, I also love y'all. That's another like staple for the lingo. Like y'all is it. That's it. That's why they think that. That's why they think that. Y'all is a good one though. Y'all is honestly, I use y'all even though like so I don't like, I mean, sorry, if you're from Texas, I'm sorry and whatever. But personally, I don't identify with the culture of Tejas. So no, but y'all is a good word because like, we don't have an equivalent like you guys like no that's just that's just not the same that's just mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I've seen, there's a lot of weird shit that happens with the jet day so but craziest thing that happened to you at Fordham well every year me and my friends have a gourd chuck okay on mm-hmm. December 1st yes because you see I'm a gourd kid you know I'm really into pumpkins and gourds like that is my shit and so in October I get lots of gourds and my freshman year, this is when it started, I had a really nice goosey gourd, okay, it looked like a goose, it was great, and mm-hmm. when I first got it, it was green, and it turned yellow, and then it turned into a mac and cheese orange, like, it transformed colors completely over the two months that I had, it was incredible, and so, yes, <laughs> so, on December 1st, we were like, oh, gotta make way like we can't we gotta get rid of these halloween decorations because now we gotta decorate for christmas and so we were like we gotta get these gourds out of here but like 
we want them to be free. And so what we did was we opened the third floor window of Queens Court and we chucked the gourds out the window and <laughs> they like splashed on the ground. We got a video of oh, choice. And oh, I got so many seeds from that, you know? So I, so now I have the seeds still. So if I want to cultivate more Gerald's, I could. But wow. every year on December 1st, we chuck our gourds out the window. We did it one time from the the 12th floor of Walsh. I got a video of that, okay? Mm, and I sent the video on accident. Me and my friends, like, videotape us, like, throwing these gourds out the window. We're like, ah! And then I accidentally sent it to this girl in my class who I really did not know very well. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sorry, LOL. We're throwing <laughs> gourds out the window. But, like, she totally could have seen that from the video. And she just, like, gave it a ha-ha emphasis, like, in the text. Oh, she didn't no. even respond. And I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> Oh god, that's the worst. When you like when you're like over the top with someone else and they're just like no. <laughs> yeah, she was scared, but I was like, haha, it's funny. <laughs> I'm glad have you ever have you ever hit any unwary passerbys with your gourds? No, no, that would be bad. That would that would have to like we'd have to end the tradition if that happened. So far you're good. So far you're you're in the green. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're in the clear. Wow, you're gonna become like a gourd farmer. Like, you know? Oh my god, yes. Can you talk about a time when you felt really, it, for, at Fordham, like very disconnected from the community there? And then a time when you felt really like at home and like you belonged there and like in the community? I guess the, f well, the, when I felt disconnected was probably orientation, okay? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know anyone who loved that, <laughs> but... Yeah, I disliked it. I don't like um, icebreakers. I don't know. I'd rather just like talk to people and get to know them instead of like chucking balls at them and being like, what's your hometown name? Like, I don't care. Um, I don't care what your hometown is called. I want to know like if you want to watch like a movie or something. I don't know. Um, so I didn't like orientation. I felt like it was a lot of um, kind of meetings. Things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but I feel like the whole point of orientation is to get us to connect to each other. But I feel like what it makes people feel like they're doing is like, I mean, it's like, you know, like, like dating can sometimes be so weird because you feel like you're being like interviewed by the person. Oh, God. Like, yeah, that's my like biggest pet peeve. <laughs> oh, the horror. Yeah. And that's like how orientation feels. It feels like you're like interviewing other people to like be your mm -hmm. friends rather than like so yeah, I, I kind of actually hanging out with them and making memories that will turn into friendship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. I know it's all well intended, but something about it is not. And that's probably I don't know. If that's true of all schools, but one time sophomore year, me and my friends did a one act top play, and we were first of all our play was trash. It was so bad. Like it was just me and three other friends, and we were just like dicking around on the stage. I don't know. It was so fun because we had rehearsals, air quotes around that, where um, basically we just like hung out and like drew things on the chalkboard and heating third and stuff. But oh, it was so fun because it was just like nothing matters and we're just gonna put the, it was just like jetes, but like less stress because there was no stakes at all for it to be any sort of good. Like it was just like, haha, we're just gonna do this thing. And then like our other friends came and saw it and it was fun and it was funny and it was just like a great time. Oh, that's so cute. I feel like, like I'm getting like something that you really love is like that process of like 
making something and then sharing it. And, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a creative process, but like shared, like the shared creative process. Yeah. What is a favorite memory you have of something like unique with another person that like maybe you weren't like, you didn't end up being like really good friends with? But like, do you know what I mean? Just like a random person in the Fordham community that like you just had like a interaction with that was memorable. Well, actually, in my creative writing class this year, uh, we've mentioned that I'm a, like a, a rodent kid. And there are actually three rodent children in my creative writing class this year. Oh, and a- oh my God. No, there's three rodent kids. I know because on like the second day of class, we had to bring in these short stories we wrote. And one of the girls wrote her short story on a royal family of mice. And I was like, my identity is under attack. Oh my God. But, and this other girl in the class was like, see, I've had 26 rats. So like, I appreciate this subject matter. And I was like, what? Like I found my crowd in this creative writing class. All the rodent kids. Oh my God. Wild. So yeah, it's really fun. Now we send each other um, rat memes and stuff. So. So good. (laughs) Yes. Find your people. That's (laughs) What is like something that you feel like that happened that this last semester that you're glad happened maybe considering that we're being that you know what I'm saying like something that like you felt like you're glad that that you're grateful that happened considering that we kind of got yeeted out of Fordham. Honestly that last day was so fun the day that Father McShane was like get out. (laughs) That day was so fun when everyone went to Eddie's and Oh, like it was just so great because we all were there one last time and it was a beautiful day. If it wasn't a beautiful day, it would not have been the same. Mm-mm. And I don't know, it was so great because yeah, everyone was like, it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Even though we didn't realize that it really doesn't. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that was such a fun day. We were like running around in the sun and I don't mm-hmm. know. It was a good day. That was a really good day. I remember that day feeling like I mean, I feel like I've had a different experience for you because I feel like you felt quite connected to a lot of people, but I have, I feel like I've had like this journey or whatever, but I, I kind of like remember just thinking to myself on the note, I was like, I actually like, I belong here. Like I've, I know many people and I love a lot of people and they actually seem to like, like me a lot too. You know what I mean? And it was, of course, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But you know, cause I kind of like left the Lincoln Center community in a very kind of <clears throat> dramatic way. And then, I don't know, and it was just so wonderful to see everybody out, like, and I feel like there was a lot of, like, warmth because people had that, you know, that kind of, like, sentimental, that, like, brings out, in some ways, people's best natures, you know? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. It was, it was really lovely. I was, I had, it was a good day. It was a good oh, day. Yes. <laughs> after, after boredom opens up again, even if it has to be next year, we're breaking on a campus and we're having another Eddie's day. I don't care what anybody says because Eddie's in the spring is like my favorite thing in the world. Okay. <laughs> and I feel like we need more of that. I'm sorry. Let's all break back on a campus and just have one more next year. I'm telling you. All about it. it. Can it be like the 90 degree day that we have every year in February? Like, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we should start. I feel a- like we didn't get one this year. Or I'm not sure about last year. I wasn't here. But you know how usually there's like one 90 degree day in February or January and everyone yeah. just sits out and we're like, oh. <laughs> uh, I think there was. There were a few like really, really nice 
days. It's hard to remember. It's all a blur. It's all a blur. What do you feel like is the one of the most important lessons that you learned at Fordham? Maybe a lesson that you learned kind of like through joy or through like, and then like, or, you know, more kind of happy things. And then maybe a lesson that you learned through something hard that you went through and like the story that kind of taught you that. I think one thing that I learned, I'm not sure if this is happy or sad, but like, you just have to like, don't worry about what other people are thinking about you. I know this is like, cliche to be like be yourself but if you're just pretending to be someone that you think someone wants you to be then you're not learning anything and you're not really being vulnerable because you're not putting yourself out there to be rejected possibly I don't know but then I feel like you don't get to develop your own personality as much so I think one thing I learned was just to be all your crazy and people the people who are worth being friends with will be into it and will be crazy with you and if not then you realize you know you don't want to hang out with those people and that's okay because also college is all about learning who you want to hang out with and like you don't have to hang out with people that you think are the ones you should be hanging out with like it's not like high school at all where there's like this sort of hierarchy that does not exist in college and if it does like it exists it. Like, <laughs> some people but they're full of it <laughs> yeah. people who like didn't quite get that like it's a different yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah there's like no good or bad friend groups it's just if you're happy like that's all it is you know there's it it doesn't matter what other people see. It's just whether or not you're happy or comfortable where you are. Oh, that's beautiful. I was also thinking when you, yeah, I love that. I mean, it's just so true. And I'm very like, I, yeah, I was thinking that when you were saying like, yeah, you have to be vulnerable because, because you're going to get, you're going to get rejected no matter what, basically, but you don't want to be rejected for like this false self that you've created. Mm-hmm. Cause then your real self feels even more, like do you know what I mean you feel even more isolated and even more like because it creates this like separation in your mind and 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 like you're saying like all this like thought about all the time like what everyone's thinking of you it's so exhausting because you're jumping out of your own mind to try to project into someone else's mind to try to look at yourself Mm -hmm. like that's just so much work all the time that's like you don't need to do that like you know yeah and you will find people who love you for you. So it's just a matter. And if you don't be yourself, then you won't find those people or they won't know the real you and not be loving actually you, you know? So you have to just like be yourself and let your people come to you or like find someone who you're like vibing with and just like roll with it, you know? You know, I totally you know? agree. That's mm-hmm. amazing. So what is like, can you think of like a specific time in which maybe, cause I feel like, you know, we have these like, like moments where we're like, Oh, like, Oh, you know, and you like kind of some like things kind of fall to place. Can you think of like, like an event that happened where like you kind of partially realized that, or maybe like reaffirmed that, which was an intuition you had before. Maybe I feel like I learned this more in ballet school, actually. Like when I went to ballet school full time, I took a year off between high school and college and I went to ballet school full time. So I was dancing for like eight hours a day. And at first it was like kind of hard to make friends because a lot of the girls in the school had been in the school for like 
years, like five or so years already. And so the friend groups were already like consolidated. And so it was kind of hard to like break in, you know, and it's so hard because it's not like you get to know each other in class because in class you have to be silent in ballet. The teacher is the one who's speaking and you're not really even allowed to ask questions. Like you can't be like, what was the combination? Because then it shows that you weren't paying attention and it's not really the kind of thing where you're like, how do you do this step? Like you should know how to do this step. And if, if you, you don't do it know, well, you'll be publicly <laughs> shamed. Yes. And then you'll learn. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's no questions. It's just you getting yelled at. <laughs> like that's all it is. <laughs> and so, um, so it was kind of hard at first because also like you don't speak in class and then after class everyone leaves and they go to their like respective homes. So but I found that during like performances and stuff, when you're actually like hanging out and together, then you just gotta like be your true you. And then I don't know, everything falls into place. It all falls into place. Are you talking like, like dress rehearsals and rehearsals? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's awesome. And you can find that time like at Fordham too, like at college, like in the dorms or. I don't know, in clubs and stuff. Like, I, because you're not like, I feel like you do make friends in your classes, but it's kind of hard if it's not like a discussion based class, if it's just like the teacher or the prof is lecturing and you just sit there silently. But if you join clubs, um, talk to the people like in your halls, like you're going to find your crew, you know? Mm hmm. I've mm-hmm. also found like, like you can. I just feel like it's a little, not, I don't want to say like shopping for friends, but like that sounds (laughs) bad, but like, it's okay to go out to coffee with someone or to like do something with someone or, or to be close for like a semester. And then it kind of moves and things shift. And like, I feel like people get really tragic about that sometimes also with dating, like you can get really tragic Mm -hmm. sometimes. And I understand that impulse, but like sometimes there's just a natural like evolution with people, or maybe you were just sort of supposed to like, have that like one class with that person where you had a good time in that class together and then maybe you say hi to each other after and that's and that is what it is like I feel like there's all oh, these yeah. different levels of like connection and like having all those like rings is really like it makes life really rich and like wonderful and shows you different elements of your personality and and like really intense close friendships are wonderful but they can be like I don't know. They can be a lot. Like sometimes, sometimes having, I don't know. Yeah. So like every no, person yeah. has to like be your best friend that, you know, and yeah, 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 yeah. and all that stuff. So. Yeah. It's not like black and white. It's not like you're my best friend in the world. And we're going to get married and I don't care about anyone else. Like yeah. it's just like you speak to whoever you want to speak to and like you don't have to share everything with every single friend that you have. Some of your friends are just friends that you say hi to on campus and like, like, I have friends like that, and I love them so much, you know? I, not that I love them less than my friends that I'm really, really close to, but I love them for, like, who they are in my life, you know? It's not like, well, I love them less, so, like, let's hang out with them less. It's kind of just, like, our schedules might not work out, or maybe we're not, like, that close, you know? But, like, I love them for who they are, like, what they're doing. Oh, and they're all doing. that stuff. I know, I know, I know. So I feel like you are very, like, so willing to be your colorful chaotic unique self and 
and I love it. And I think it's always, I always actually, I like saw this with some of the freshmen. I love watching you interact with new people because (laughs) they get like, there's like a certain stress level because they're kind of like, I can't, this is a, this is a, this is a lot, not like in a bad way, just as in like, it makes them almost feel like a magnifying glass is on them. Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Someone being really themselves. And then they kind of like relax and then they're like that too. And it's just like a cool time. And I think you create a lot of unintended, like, I feel like you're just who you are, like allows other people to be like, you just unconsciously give other people permission to be all that they are because you've given yourself that permission. Before we go, I wondered like if there was a time when like you kind of made a breakthrough with that, like if you felt like there was something that a little bit of a shell around you that dropped away and then you were more yourself either at your time at Fordham or even like, even not these people maybe how do they become a little more themselves <laughs> that's hard man I don't know well actually let me think let me think well, let me think. I can only think about this one thing which isn't really personality too much as it is like path in life but I feel like it kind of goes hand in hand like if you're doing something that you feel passionate about you can feel more like free to just like live and like be your own true self whereas if you're doing something where you feel like you're locked in place and you're not you don't have this like mobility to do whatever you want then you feel like very limited and restricted in what you can do and what you can say so I can only think of this one thing and it's when I was in ballet school and it was when I decided that I didn't want to be a dancer and it was wild it was like a snowy morning in like February and my ballet school was on the other side of the Brooklyn Bridge like in Brooklyn in Dumbo like right on the edge like where the bridge is and so I was like about to go in but like it was so beautiful and I was like about to be late to class and everything and I was like well whatever I'm just gonna be late today because it's too nice out oops and so then I walked near the bridge and everything and I was like looking at this beautiful bridge and I just like felt like I did not want to dance because I've been thinking about this for a long time and we've had conversations about this me and Erica oh god But yes, I I felt like I couldn't dance because it felt very restraining because in ballet, like your opinions don't really matter. Um, You're kind of sort of more like paint and the choreographer is like the artist sometimes. So what you think about things or how you feel about things doesn't always matter. It's more about like what you look like in certain pieces. Like if you're just in the court of ballet and you're not like the principal dancer, it's kind of just like you kind of have to stand there and take whatever's coming, you know? So I, and I realized that I wasn't going to be like a principal dancer, like I'm not that good. And so I knew that that was going to be sort of my reality if I went into dancing professionally. And I was just kind of like, you know what? I don't like this. (laughs) Like I love all my friends that I made here. And of course I'm going to keep in touch with them and I can do that. But I want to do something where like my opinion matters and people are going to ask me what I think and like I can think through things. I feel like I'm not using my mind as much as I could be and going to college was like the best decision I ever made. So I feel like you gotta, you gotta like, sometimes I feel like you have to question yourself, always question yourself because if I wasn't if I was dancing and I was just going along with the motions and I wasn't like really thinking about why I wasn't happy doing what I was doing, 
then I would probably still be doing it and be very unhappy. And I don't know, I'm glad that I like thought about why I'm not enjoying what I'm doing because then you can figure out what you can do to fix it. And then you can come out a stronger, like more positive person. And I don't know, then it gives you the confidence to do other things. <laughs> totally. I love that. And it's also so interesting. I love that because everybody has these like cheap versions of what passion is that are, you know, I mean, people are like your art is your like ultimate, pa-. you know, if someone said like, if you've done ballet for your whole life, people would like, People, people want to give you the narrative of your life. Well, that must be your passion. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's not. I mean, maybe what you've trained to do since you were a little girl isn't your, isn't it, isn't it? I mean, and like what you say also about, and like the freedom to think and share your opinions, I think that's a wonderful like takeaway because it's almost like, oh, right. That's what this education has given me so much room and permission to do, to be to develop my own, my own mind. And, and that's a great, that's a great gift. So, and I think it's a, you have that perspective because you took that year in a different way. And it doesn't have to just be like some, for some people dance, even if you're in the core, like that's exactly what you want to do. And that's awesome. That just was not for me. But also it's not just that you go to college and then you figure out what you're going to do for the rest of your life and then you're set. Like, I think even if you're like 50, you can be like, you know what? I'm not enjoying what I'm doing right now. I'm going to do something else. And I feel like you have to just keep doing that your whole life and just like check in with yourself and make sure you're enjoying what you're doing because like every moment of your life is not just like leading up to when you live your life. Like every moment of your life is your life. Oh my God. A philosopher. (laughs) Philosophy. Yeah. So that's the tea. Like when I was in ballet school, I was like, well, I'm just doing this until I get into a company and then I'll be happy and I'll be like doing the things. But like, no, like all of this is it. So you have to do what you want to do the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. Like you would have gotten into a company and then it would have just been like, the same old sh- I mean you know they oh were, yes it you know, the things that you didn't like about it yeah <laughs> as always thank you for tuning in as the semester wraps up we hope you can feel the same sense of togetherness through this podcast as you do at Fordham be sure to follow us on Instagram at social impact storytelling for the latest news If you're interested in joining the R Story team in the fall and have questions about the program, you can reach out at rstory at fordham.edu.